Is is Little Caesars good pizza? All right. So the loaded question, but <laughs> let's let's delve. Little Caesars is good pizza when you're completely not sober. But Little Caesars is not good pizza. Hmm. Like a stuffed crust Little Caesars after Pizza Hut closed, right after Pizza Hut closed, and like two weeks later, completely half in the bag out of a bar. Yes, Little Caesars is acceptable. That being said, I don't... Here's the thing. Asking me if Little Caesars is good pizza is like asking if cardboard will start a fire. Yes, it's going to start a fire. It's going to start a really hot fire. Like, it's going to taste really good. And the fire's going to burn really good for a second. And that salt in the Little Caesars is going to taste amazing on your tongue for a second. And then the fire's going to turn to embers. Just like you will swallow the pizza. And then the pizza will sit in your stomach. And I don't know about anybody else, but when you got IBS and you eat pizza that's then not real pizza, it turns into a war, okay? I'm talking not just like a little war. I'm talking Alfred the Great versus the Vikings, full-on sweep in England, Wessex up, Last Kingdom style, Uhtred son of Uhtred on the battlefield, full-on, that's what eating Little Caesars is like for me. Now, if beer has already made it into the equation... Little Caesars is still going to sneak by because when the Vikings would get the Englishmen all drunked up on ale, they could sneak in. So just like that, Little Caesars will sneak its way in when I've had a couple ales. <laughs> but no, Little Caesars is not not good. So it's it's not good but it's good pizza. Yeah, like it tastes good, but it like it's good the way McDonald's is good. Like if you want a burger, like a good burger, you got to you got to go to a burger place. Mm-hmm. Like if you you could get McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You won't die from McDonald's. Well, I might cuz the IBS, but you won't die from McDonald's. Right. But you it'll taste okay. And it'll taste great on the way in. <laughs> but you will pay for it. And mm. it's like Little Caesars is like the same thing. Like it'll taste amazing. But it's, you know, it's not good for you. Like pizza is not good for you. But like an Italian pizza, like real pizza, pizza place pizza, it's good for your soul. Mm. I would say Little Caesars is like a soul bandage. <laughs> a band-aid for the soul Yeah, like it's okay right now But you you need some Neosporin like, gonna You need, need some <laughs> Lenovo wings Or some some good stuff uh, you know, I want to I want to make sure I want to make sure I heard you correctly Because I don't I don't want Buffalo to come after you You said pizza is not good for you Pizza Do is you... great for the person Pizza Let's not lie to ourselves And say pizza is good for our bodies But Pizza is good for us as Buffalonians, and I think if I don't eat at least four pizzas a year, the Buffalonian in me will probably die. But Little Caesars is not that pizza. Are we recording? Yeah, we are recording. That's that good. I got to start every episode by not knowing what I'm recording. Okay. Guys at home, it is time for another episode of What's That Show About Buffalo. You joined us for episode one. 
you are crazy enough to join us for episode two. I will turn it over to our host, Dallas Taylor. Welcome, Dallas. What do you got to say? You know, uh, welcome back to the show. Like Andrew said, you know, it's we're kind of surprised that you're still here. Heck yeah. Uh, didn't think you'd make it this far, but if you are, uh, we thank you for coming. Um, today, uh, Gilbert Gottfried passed away. I know. Um, the day we're finishing the recording process, uh, we had to say something about it, dude. Uh, we're comedians. Um, I've loved Gilbert Gottfried since I was a kid. Most of you have, because if you didn't know it, you all do probably, but Iago in Aladdin, my God, uh, pfft. That was funny, and yeah. that's what was funny to you probably till you were like 15, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you just switched and you found his adult humor, and my God, that stuff was hilarious. And it's like once, once you heard his voice in Aladdin as the parrot, like you, like any other time you heard that voice, you're like, I, I remember that voice. Absolutely, absolutely. Gilbert Godfrey is, I mean, he's one of the funniest guys that's ever lived, and um while we're still early in the show, so I don't want to, don't know if I want to go repeating all of the comedy that he used to say. Um, the dude was a legend. I mean, yeah. my God, uh, definitely edgy humor. Definitely not for kids. But mm. once you're once you're an adult, my God, just one of the funniest dudes who ever lived. And he just obviously goes back and does kids movies. So he obviously had that modem. He was also, if you remember this, so weird. Do you remember like the smoke? detector videos they used to show you in like fire prevention when you were a kid was he was he was he, the smoke detector seymour smoke really yeah like the really wow one that would be like explain to you why you have to get out of the fire and he was like seymour smoke smoke detector like that, <laughs> that's totally him. wow that's amazing i know and like all the places that he'd pop up in your life that you wouldn't even notice and like you like you hear the voice and it's like totally that can't be him but absolutely. every single time it's him he was in cyber chase he's digit in absolutely. cyber chase absolutely. like i know that voice but it, it can't because i know what his comedy is totally and he wouldn't be doing cyber chase no, on pbs no and then he obviously obviously was good with the kids too um but he was he was just a hilarious guy my god what a blow what a loss yeah i mean that was just a that was a funny dude there's a uh if you're if you're keen enough to look it up, he was on Hollywood Squares. That shows you my age. Oh, man. I... And the the situation was there are two contestants and they both need his square to win the game. Totally. And he just continues to troll them for like <laughs> five minutes straight to, to the delight of everyone. Like, and they just kept going like, uh, to Gilbert Gottfried for the win. And they'd ask him a question like, um, you know, uh, what is the significance of the Chicago Cubs in 1908? And they'd be like, that's the year you were in Chicago. Like, no, 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 no. I know this one. I know this one. It was the last game a perfect game was pitched. It's like, I'd agree with that. You fool. And then it's wrong. And just kept going for like five that's minutes great. straight. Everyone that's loved so it. Great. It was great. Um, just to show his his comedy, his his wittiness, like on the spot. It I just every, made everyone laugh. Everyone had a good time. He, was, he surely will be missed in the comedy world. Absolutely. My God. And the... The thing about death is I, I'm still sort of like trying to understand death. Like it's just one of those things where it just it hits me in a weird way where it's like I can't quite grasp the fact that someone can be here and then the next moment they're not here anymore. Totally, totally. Gilbert Godfrey, perfect example. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, one of the most hilarious voices in history. And now that's just like, now when you go back and listen to every recording that's ever happened, like, that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. The last one is the last one. That's it. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. And uh, now two comedians have uh, started talking about death. So this mm-hmm. should be an interesting episode. Yeah. You know, I, I like to bring it down a little bit <laughs> a, just to start. So we'll that way build it back up. we can, o- we can only go up from here. Uh, but 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 to that point, like, and you know, when whenever like a, a a tragedy happens or someone dies tragically, you always hear the you know take your moments for granted and you know tell the people that you love you love them, and we say it all the time. But in the moment we do it, but then after that we just go on with our normal lives. Okay. And then when something like that happens again, it goes back to the same cycle. And I tweeted about this, but. I think I feel like some people are afraid of the power that love has. Oh, totally. And they're afraid that the power of just the word, the the power that the word has. So like they don't want to say it as much because then it feels like it's there or now I'm trapped into this thing when totally. it's totally. a power that should be used. It should be the power of love should be in a sense abused. Like we should say it all the time, say it way too much. Totally. And in a jokey, but like, also to your point way like how abused and how easy is it to say that you hate something like yeah, how right? easy is it you just go out on the street and you're like i hate that guy right i hate that guy and it's so and no one will disagree with you when you go on a rant like that when you're like oh man i was walking down the street and this guy scuffed my shoe and i turned around and i was like really and he didn't apologize and then you say, what a piece of garbage. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. With, and everyone else in the room would be like, I hate people like I hate, that. I Absolutely, hate I hate like it. That. But then say that you love something and you might get a confirmation, but you might be the odd man out in the room. Mm-hmm. That's the vulnerable thing. When everyone mm-hmm. else in the room says that they hate something and you're the guy that's like, nah, you know what? I love that. There's going to be someone like, uh, I, I'd say I'd, I'd like them. I wouldn't say I love them. I, what? <laughs> You definitely just <laughs> unmuted you. You just canceled yourself. <laughs> Here we go, talking about love and this is great. Technical difficulties. All right, we're back. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. I literally just somehow unclipped the mic <laughs> by holding it, and I lifted it too far and it unclipped. You know, that's a that's a that's a great uh, time to end this this segment on death because um actually no we were talking about love and i want to get back to love let's love, let's let's love. all i love love let's all <laughs> get back to love because you know love and dignity are one of the few things where if you take it from you and give it to you, someone else you both have more of it totally so all in all let's let's love more let's let's take advantage of the Absolutely. moments that we have and Alice, you're so wise you know, I, I try to be in, in these moments, but it's it's hard, you know, sometimes. But Absolutely. No, you're right. And like I said, um, I say it in a joking way, but it really is. It's easier to judge something than to accept it. Mm-hmm. And I like I said, that's so interesting. And um, comedy, perfect, perfect segue for what you judge and what you accept and, and how the way you present something can change your perspective on how you accept something. Uh, but man, Gilbert Godfrey was just the master at, at, at making edgy humor just totally acceptable. And some of his stuff, 
uh, people probably think is, is a little pushy, but man, I just, I thought he was a genius. Yeah. So what else do you got for us host? What else we got on the docket for tonight? Well, you know, let's talk a little bit of sports. Sports. Quick, Everybody know, loves sports. Sports ball, especially here in Buffalo. We love oh, our man, sports. Dude, enthusiastic sports crowd in Buffalo. We love, we got we got a we got a really good football team. Heck great yeah. football team. Great football team. And Amazing people, baseball team. People may not know, but we got a pretty good baseball Heck team in the yeah. Buffalo Bisons. Amazing baseball. And we're 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 rocking it in in, in um what's that sport called? Uh, lacrosse. Now, with, dude, with the bandits. Dude, I yeah. love the bandits. And if you go to a bandits game, that is some of the most insane crowd interaction I've ever seen. And we're not last place as a hockey team. <laughs> we're not last. <laughs> we checked the standings. We did. We're, we're not, not last. We're not last. We're not last, guys. The the I think the Senators are under us. That's that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, just the fact that we opened <coughs> like we opened, <laughs> and we're closing like we're closing though. Hang on. No, I know what it is. We opened. And I sounded like everybody else when I was like, I guess I'll watch the game. Everybody would <laughs> laugh at me, and I would say, yeah, yeah, you're right. And they were right, because at the beginning of the season, you'd watch, and you'd just be like, oh, this is my home. <laughs> and, like, dude, it's like, it's like a, take a moment in history that that's like, it's, it's literally like World War II Poland watching them sometimes. It's like just a trouncing, like just straight up, like, Three weeks and the enemy's over the hills. It doesn't matter anymore. We're done. And it's just like that's what the games were like at the beginning. And like now, maybe French resistance. They're putting up mm-hmm. a fight. Mm-hmm. The enemy's there, but we're we're holding them off. I love it, dude. It's crazy. And it's like the craziest thing to me is it's like at the beginning of the season. They could just be such a speed bump for the opposition. And just mm-hmm. now, to see them coming together like a team, in all seriousness, though, I do absolutely love to see it because it was like they got rid of some toxic energy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, everyone remembers uh, the infamous Eichel. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody remembers they tried to build a team on a. On a young guy, and and a, and a young guy acted like a young guy, and and then boy, did he really act like a young guy! <laughs> and then they said Yikes. goodbye, <laughs> and Yikes. now you see a team that's acting like a team, and I think that's really cool because yeah. if the Bills, who are now just football assassins, mm-hmm. have showed mm-hmm. us anything, it's that if you build a team like a team, you can change a whole sport. And so I really hold out hope for the Sabres. Like next year's Sabres, I bet you they're going to rock. I, I, I hope so because it, w- it would be nice to have like that down period where football season's over now, it's hockey season. Absolutely. To have people in Buffalo have something for them to cheer for again. Totally. Because the Bills definitely oh, man. give it. And um, I will admit I was, not, I was not on the Josh Allen train for a long time. I just I – just, I just needed to see it before I believed it, I and he's shown up twice, <sighs> two two years in a row. My like God. he he's that dude. So he's let me dude. ask you a question now. Perspective is perspective, and mm. projection is projection. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're coming close to being Brady one day? Like, do you think we got that energy in mm. town? Like, like one day we're gonna have like Brady on steroids because he's gonna be cool too. I. I can, see, I can see because the thing of with with Brady was, like he was just so, like Brady was, a, a mercenary. Yeah. 
Josh yes. Allen, Josh Allen, he's more of like an assassin. Like he'll come in like, like loud, like making all noise, like coming with the machine gun, making noise and just murk everyone. Brady, he'll drop in from the ceiling, totally. slice your throat and then just slice right out. I I think I think we have something bigger than uh, I hate to say bigger than Brady because Brady is also I don't hate to say it. still playing. I love it bigger than Brady. I'm, I'm, we said it here first. But but I'm still afraid of Brady. I absolutely. I mean, well, Brady's doing Rambo now. He's yeah. he's the older guy. You never know when he's going to bring it. You never know when he's just going to sit there and 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 take the beat. And, you know, because yeah. sometimes he comes out on the field and you're like, boy, that's just brain damage waiting to happen. <laughs> Well, there was one game, and I remember this. Kyle Williams was still playing for the Bills, so it was mm. either three or four years ago. Like it was, it was a bit. I think it was a bit of time ago. Mm. And like, I remember just the hilarity. They sacked Brady six times, and he had the ball four of those six times. There were two sacks that weren't sacks. They just destroyed a man. <laughs> For being the man that he was. And it's like, you love being in Buffalo on that day, but at the same time, like that is that guy takes a beating sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then he cries. Yeah. And then yeah. he gets up and he and he everybody remembers crying in Belichick's face and throwing his helmet and stuff. I miss those days. Dude, mm-hmm. it got so frequent that it's on Madden. Like I love playing Madden and Brady like whines and he's like, Meh. We love getting Patriots, any Patriots team, Patriots fans. Oh man, all of them getting getting mad. Oh man, like when they uh, when they bombarded uh, what is it, Anchor Bar totally. last year, and then just got totally destroyed. And what was amazing to me was there was this one sports podcaster who was pretty famous in Boston, and he posted this video, and it was on Facebook, and that was like one of the places where i was like i want to be a podcaster because i wanted to talk about this guy now here we are that's my camera this is my microphone we're on a podcast and i'm talking about this guy (laughs) full circle folks uh anyway um this guy literally like i had to laugh at him for making fun of himself because he was talking about how awful it felt being a patriots (laughs) fan and he's in the airport and i imagine he's in the buffalo airport which is just lame Oof. and he's Oof. in there and he's like he's he's talking about how his day's going and he's like and and excuse my boston accent it's not gonna be perfect but he's like and the pizza sucks and i was in line for like 45 minutes and and the patriots <laughs> lost and these buffalo fans are just up my ass about everything and it's like everything that he says i was like my god this guy is perfect <laughs> and i was like we we did it like Brady might not be there, but we got back. Mm-hmm. Like Brady still needs the takedown, but mm-hmm. we took down Patriots, and it was yeah. like that was it right there. There's Belichick. There's one half the battle. That's that. That's a good feeling. I I, I feel like there, if the Bills aren't holding up the Super Bowl trophy next year, oh man, it's, it's, I'm afraid the city might burn to the ground yeah. because people are so amped. Yeah, that I mean, in that case. If they're holding it or not holding it, the city's going to get burned down either way. Yeah, so. I know, I know. Yeah. I, Buffalo might just be on a trajectory for like this. We might be closing out a show as fast as we opened it mm-hmm. because Buffalo might win the Super Bowl next year mm-hmm. and Dallas's house could get knocked down. Uh, so what's up next, host? What do we got? Uh, so uh, this episode will... Not to give a peek behind the curtain, but it's April 13th if you're listening to this. Uh, if you're listening to this as we released it, it's April 13th. And next week is uh, taxes are due. Totally. 
I have not done well. I've done my taxes. I just haven't filed them yet. See, and I'm in the same boat. Like everything was prepared weeks ago, so I forgot about it for two weeks. And then you said something, and it was like this is taxes. Yeah, and the reason I haven't filed them yet because I I'm gonna owe a lot to the state, and I don't want to pay it off. I want to make sure I have enough to pay it off altogether because I don't oh, I, I don't want to do payment plans no, with with, so with the IRS. Yeah, no, that's and because then. They like tack on interest. And the thing about like the thing about the IRS, and I speak confidently as an Italian American on this point, is that they're like the mob. They just get what they want. And there's no that's it. That's it. It's like, hey, that money you got, that's that's our money now. And you're like, wait, but like I thought that if I claimed it right, then I got to keep like a piece and they're like, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, it was you get to keep a piece, it's just not the piece. That you want it to be. <laughs> so you get some. <laughs> but, but, but we get the but rest. we get a, a lot. <laughs> it's, they, they do kind of work like that where it's, I never want to meet anyone from the IRS in person no, in my life. But you know they exist. Uh-huh. And that's the thing. That's the same. <laughs> Contacting them is a gamble every time because you could be exposing yourself to way worse than what you're asking for. Just imagine when you contact the IRS because you think like I'm getting charged too much, mm-hmm. and then you rethink it when you go to call them. You think maybe it's too little, and they're actually going to find out that I'm worth more because yeah. every time you bug the IRS, you have to think I could get audited, mm-hmm. or any time you mess up something little that you think you're messing up with taxes, you feel like you could get audited. That is exactly like dealing with organized crime because you feel like you got a magnifier on you anytime you do anything wrong. Yeah, I, I imagine it's like, you know, they, they deal with so many people where it's like, I feel like this is too little. I'm going to go and just double check. And it's almost like you're setting your own trap. Like you're letting them get a chance to double check and Absolutely. get everything right. I did that one time in high school. I was in AP biology. I did not belong in AP biology. That's amazing. I was I was doing terrible. Every single test was terrible. I get one test back. I get an 84 on it. Like this is this is this is pretty good for, you know, what I've been getting, but there were no like corrections on it. So I go back and like, "Hey, I I didn't get any corrections on this." And I give it to him. He goes through it with his red pen. It's like, "Check, check, check." check actually i got a 38 on the test now that i went and double checked it with him so i should have just kept my 84 and, and the 84 that's yeah. amazing so i imagine that's what it's like if you go to like double check with the irs like hey you just want to make sure you got this right oh you're right i didn't you owe at least a 200 dollars more yeah it's original. way more thank you for bringing that to our attention <laughs> thank you when meanwhile that's that's exactly like dealing with organized crime where you go there and you're like i think you uh I think you took a little too much. And they're like, you're right. I didn't take the right amount. <laughs> now it's the right amount. Can't I ask any more questions? Uh, no, I guess, I guess you're good. <laughs> and that's the other, and do you know the last thing? Mob versus IRS comparison? They'll never contact you by phone. <laughs> Neither group would ever contact you on the phone. <laughs> they will always be... Well, we'll say a message because the IRS, it's in the mail, but the, the yeah. mob is probably much worse than the mail. Or if it's uh, in the mail, you, you don't want to get it. Uh, but then again, you don't want to get you don't want to get the message from the IRS either. That's true. So everything is uh, 
They're the same. I think the IRS might just be the mafia. So uh, I um maybe. So what you're saying is you don't. So IRS and the 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 mob, you don't want to hear from them regardless. Absolutely not. You'd oh, rather God, have no, I don't. No. I don't want anything from either group. Okay. Like when the IRS gives you another two hundred bucks and you cash it, then you got to think like, what did I what did I just give them the option to look into? <laughs> Yeah. What did I just make someone at the federal building or, or whatever the I think Federal Reserve is it called or the IRS building? <laughs> Shut the, up. The IRS house. <laughs> the IRS house. Yeah. But anyways, at the IRS building, they're just like, "Hey, this guy spent two hundred bucks. Did we mean to give that to him?" I'm like, no. No. In fact, he owes two grand. He hasn't claimed DoorDash in four years. <laughs> Huh. You know, I um Good for him. usually I I get um uh, I get paid back like at least $60 back, totally. but it usually goes to the place that I filed my taxes with. So I ended up get like maybe $12 back. That's amazing. And I, after this conversation, I'm considering just like just giving it to the IRS. Like here's an advance on yeah, next year. Just get, and what's funny is it doesn't matter mob or IBS. The IBS. <laughs> that's funny. So everyone at home, I have IBS, and uh, that's why it's out of my mind. Um, if you'll excuse me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, no, but in reality, uh, IRS uh, versus mob, you give them extra money. They're definitely going to take it. Mm-hmm. They'll never give it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, on that note, dear taxes, everyone. Uh, make sure you do them on time. Uh, do do them now. If you're listening, do do them now. Do them now. So please that way, do them now. please do them now. Uh, you don't want to hear from the IRS no. at all. So just do your taxes and be a good citizen. Yeah, because you want to pay what you owe. You don't want any debts. <laughs> Otherwise, they'll come collecting. This episode is brought to you by Dirty Water. Yep, that's right. Dirty water. Dirty water is there for you when you don't need it most and it's never there and when you kind of want it the most. Remember being back in the backyard, going to the water hose and the water had a color and a scent and that's the kind of water that you don't want. But secretly, deep down, you know you need it. Dirty water. It's there when you don't need it and it's always around when you least expect it. Can I give you a top five pizza? All right. All right. That is it. I love it. Top five pizza. Um, I'm from Sanborn. Okay. That's in the North Towns, everyone who hasn't heard of Sanborn. So I'm going to name some North Town places, but I'll definitely throw some Buffalo in there because what's that show about, Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Not what's that show about, North Towns. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that would be a car dealership. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Number five. Number five for me. I'm going to put Little Caesars at number five. Little Caesar at number five? I put Pizza Hut at number five. Ooh. I'll okay. eat a Pizza Hut pizza. Okay. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with cold pizza. Yeah? Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, number four for me, out of pizza places, I'll probably go at Buffalo Place because I want to stay true to the show. Uh, Buffalo Pizza Place number four. <sighs> I'd say probably, 
Oh man, see, I this is the thing. Not living out here now, I'm trying to think of what the place is called, and I, I could tell you where it is, but I can't tell. Oh, uh, Prima Pasta Pizza. Yeah, definitely on Pearl in. Street. Yeah, I love, I love for that Prima. One. Um, that's a good. That's shout. the place that just closed, didn't it? Did it? Did yeah, I think it did. Watch, it didn't, and I look like such a mook right now. Well, and you're, I'm gonna look it up live. Like, it did, like there's no way it did. So I'm gonna like, look now I, now. I feel like I'm wrong. I'm gonna look it up live. If it did, I'm gonna be. You want me to edit if 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 it's if it's not closed. If or, it's not closed, I'm then. leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. Uh, well, they're closed right now. They open tomorrow at 10:30. So like, I'm dead wrong. So you're not. There's no you're way. Not, you're not wrong. Wait, look at the Google stories though. Like, is it is it gonna close? Is, is it later? Um, nope, no, nope. nope. Just seeing menus. All right, guys. So, <laughs> Prima Pasta Pizza is safe. Yeah. Um. Never mind. No, they look. They they, they look, look they, fine. They look fine, man. All right. They're so all right. we're gonna start reviewing restaurants. Uh, that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about on the show. Yeah. Is uh, and I'm gonna throw them in. Close to number one. Um, I, I, no, no, not like number one choice for pizza, but like I'm, if they're still open, let's do a review there because I haven't had that place in what forever. After what we just talked about, what do you want from me, Doc? I mean, do 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 you think they'll be open to an interview? Oh, you think because I put them at number four for Buffalo Pizza, they're gonna be mad at me? And you also shut them down. I didn't know that they were still open. I feel like an idiot. Uh, we can we can we can give them a shout. Yeah. We can give them. A shout. I, yeah. I do love their pizza subs. Oh man! Oh man! Their cheeseburger subs. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know if I could eat that anymore. But boy, anyone who acts with me and has been down, especially at Alleyway, knows that I used to stop at Prima Pasta Pizza. And, I love that place. All right. So shout out to one of the one of the greatest directors in in Buffalo, uh, Neil Radis. Everybody knows who he is. Uh, dude hated. Uh, food in the theater and i remember eating on the park bench uh purposely in view of his office so that he could see me and i could make him laugh by eating uh pizza and a cheeseburger sub <laughs> not in his theater space and he used to and i don't blame him he owned the place it was his rule to have no food mm. in the theater i get it you don't want to clean up and you don't want like rats my god uh, rats in the city i would imagine that's probably terrible but i'm yeah. from the country so it's not horrible yeah but um yeah. i get it you don't want animals you don't want uh clean up right, right. Like I said, respect, uh, mad respect for the guy. I just, I used to love messing with him and sitting <laughs> near his window so that I could be in full view of like the sad, like I'm eating outside. <laughs> and he That's laughed great. every time because it was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, man, but That's yeah. great. But like I said, That's anybody great. who's acted with me downtown uh, knows that uh, I will definitely. So I know I put them at number four. I got to give my home some shout outs. I know. But I do gotta say, Prima Pasta Pizza, darn good, and definitely will will do a review. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Number three, what's your number three pick? Number three, I'm gonna I'm gonna also go uh, local here and uh, Casa de Pizza. Casa de Pizza. It's on. Um, I've never had that, that on on Washington, and I think it's maybe next episode Mohawk. should be all pizza place reviews. Like, I know we'll get sick of pizza by the end of the week, but, like, mm-hmm. if we just dedicated ourselves four days pizza places. Yeah. And you take me to all these Buffalo pizza places I've never been to. 
It, they're, they, I love this. Like when I would walk uh, downtown from work, I would go there and get slice, like get this giant slice of cheese pizza. I usually get two because I'm greedy, but also I'd only eat one because in the moment I'm hungry. Absolutely. And like when you're hungry, you're like, all right, I could eat two sheet pizzas. So you get two sheet pizzas and then you're like, I'm not going to eat two sheet pizzas. But I'm I will even... have them in the house for the next week. Yeah. And just look at it every now and then. <laughs> Don't like, never eat it. Throw it out it. when you've accepted defeat. But for three days, you're like, I have a free pizza. I have free pizza at home. Yeah, that's yeah. Turn down other food, but still go back and not eat the pizza. That's my favorite. Is when you turn down like food at a party, and you're like, Nah, I got pizza at home. I really shouldn't. <laughs> and then you it. go home, and you still don't eat the pizza. You're like, darn, I should have should have brought home some tater tots from that birthday party. Yeah, like that's oh man, what's my problem? <laughs> But yeah, no, number three is Cassidy Pizza for me. All right. Uh, number three, I got to go somewhere up north towns. Um, let's see. Place that uh, a lot of Buffalonians will have been to. Uh, places, we'll say, probably NT and Lockport. Uh, so let's put this in a, in a realm that everyone uh, north and south town will probably have been to. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Molinaro's. Uh, Molinaro's is good. Uh, have you ever been there? No. Uh, it's a it's a really good pizza place. Um, definitely, definitely solid number three for me. Uh, my Ooh. God, we got to take you there. Maybe if we trade like two Southtown pizza places for two Northtown pizza places, yeah. so we can like cover Western New York. Yeah. And like that's okay. the thing is it's like man, this place is so good. Um, they do an old fashioned. Uh, do you know what old fashioned pizza is? Mm-mm. It's like the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was. I Do was, you know I or thought, don't you? Because that was the mix in of, my that was, in my I don't head. Know, for anyone who's listening on Spotify and not watching on YouTube, he nodded and shook his head at the same time, and he's like said "uh uh-uh, uh," but it sounded like "uh huh." So he's like, like "I was," and it was just all like. Okay, here, I don't know. <laughs> here, here's what happened. I was a bobblehead. Here, here's what actually happened. I when you, when I heard you say old fashioned, I was like, oh, the old, like an old fashioned drink with bourbon, oh, and I was man, thinking of that. Of that. Um, so that's what I thought you were saying. So essentially, what I, I had in my head was an old fashioned in my head, and I stopped listening. So when I said an old fashioned, you thought I was going to say an old fashioned and stop there, but instead I said old fashioned pizza, um, and so you cut in on pizza, and we're like, oh no, no, I definitely haven't. It was yeah, because I was that's expecting amazing. I was expecting old fashioned <laughs> because when you said old fashioned, my brain stopped, and I was thinking of that, and I wasn't listening to you anymore. Totally. Totally. And then <laughs> I heard uh, old fashioned pizza with like an inflection as a question. I'm like, oh, he wants to be able to answer a question, so I'm gonna, <laughs> so I'm gonna lie and say yes, but I actually That's mean no. Amazing. I was like Jim Carrey and liar, liar. I couldn't lie. I was like, I, I, I tried to say yes, like, mm-mm. <laughs> So that that's what happened there. I've never. Uh-huh. Ne- ne- what is an old-fashioned pizza? Uh, so um, a lot of Italian Americans will know it as Sicilian-style pizza. Um, it's basically if you believe in the legend of pizza. We'll call it um, because there's a a couple different ideas on how pizza started. I believe the most historically accepted idea on how pizza started was a restaurant in Chicago. Um, he used a bunch of stuff from the buffet, uh, basically, and, and scrapped it all together on focaccia bread um, because that's the predecessor of pizza is uh, focaccia. And so you've uh, he had some focaccia bread and he put down 
uh, the sauce, and he put down the cheese and all the food and stuff, and he, that that's the idea that he created pizza, and it went all around all the Italian communities, and then back to Italy, got variated and came back, and every city had their own variation. Uh, so that's the idea there. However, um, a couple other ideas is that there was an adapted uh, focaccia-style recipe already out of Sicily, and this gets adapted uh, on pizza dough here as the old-fashioned pizza. And that's where you've got uh, pizza dough, uh, basically tomato sauce, and then you add stuff basically loosely to the sauce instead of ba- baking it in cheese. And a lot of times people eat it cold, but then sometimes you can get it cooked like that. And, and, and my gosh, anyway, cooked cold, uh, you get the toppings, you get it loaded, you just get it with that, that the cheese, bread, and sauce. Um, it's, it's really good stuff. Uh, I would suggest an old fashioned, um, uh, like I said, old fashioned pizza just rocks and I love it. Cause to me, it tastes like, like when your great grandparents would make pizza. Cause that was their idea of pizza. Whereas now we have the idea of the modern day pizza that everyone knows. And it's so crazy how history changes things. And like that idea of just pizza has been mm. through so many different modes. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, so that that is definitely a, a definite pizza place is Molinaro's. They got a, a great old-fashioned pizza. We should definitely try. Definitely want to try it. So what's your number two pizza place? All right. It's going to get controversial. Number two, Chuck E. Cheese Pizza. Now hear me out. You're a kid. Not even a kid. You can be a teenager now. You can be an adult. You know, we're going to make it an adult. Well, obviously you're an adult because it's resonated into adults. <laughs> a Chuck E. Cheese pizza, it is, it, it doesn't taste artificial, but you know it's artificial. But it's like, it's like sweetened, it's like, it's like sweet tea. It's like sweet tea. It's like tea's not really supposed to be sweetened. But this has been sweetened to a point where, like, this is really good. I know it's not good for me, but I like it, and I want more of it. Uh, And also, you haven't had a Chuck E. Cheese pizza unless you found a little hair in it. (laughs) Oh, my good God. Why why would I want to think of it? But it's okay that I said that because I put Chuck E. Cheese pizza at number two on my list. Chuck E. Cheese pizza is number two on my top five. Don't knock it till you tried it, and if you tried it and still knock it, then you're being me. You're just being mean <laughs> to Ch- Charles Entertainment Cheese. Shout out to Two in the Cooler. Now that we've talked <laughs> about Charles Entertainment Cheese on our own show, Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Number Two. Uh, that is controversial. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, disagree with you there, Dallas, and say not Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, my number two uh, pizza place. Um, gotta go North Towns again. Gotta hand it to NT. Um, good Guys Pizza. Uh, for a long time it was called Pizza Junction, I believe. Uh, great place on Nash Road. Uh, like I said, Good Guys. Thickest cheese you'll ever get. Mm. So if you're looking for a, a pizza that's not going to hit you like a lead anvil, don't get Good Guys. Okay. But if you're okay. okay not getting up off the couch after you've eaten the pizza, then Good Guys is for you because it'll just sink you straight. Like you'll just mm. you'll eat this pizza, and you will burn up like the Hindenburg. It'll be insane, and then you'll just sit on your 
on your couch like the blimp flyer that you are. Just <laughs> <laughs> people will jump off your deck. Be huh. a horrific <laughs> sight in history for years to come. <laughs> and that's what will happen as you eat this pizza. But I'll tell you what, it tastes amazing mm. and just so much cheese and you know if I got IBS, I'm taking a real dive. <laughs> so it's some good pizza. And the sauce. Oh, they use sweet sauce? Man, Ooh. I'm a sweet sauce guy. Um, I like a, a sweet sauce. A lot of Italians disagree. Uh, a lot of, lot of people. Uh, and I'll tell you, uh, I'm also Scottish. Very proud of my Scottish heritage I, uh, also. A lot of... A lot of the Scottish people in my family will definitely disagree with me on the whole uh, sweet sauce pizza. Uh, Niagara Falls has this mentality of the dull sauce or the or the saltier sauce. Um, yeah. And that's like where they got stuck. So that it's got to be a, a sauce with tang. It's got to be a dull sauce. And, and I just disagree wholeheartedly disagree i love sweet sauce and anytime i get pizza it started with lockport people i started going out to lockport with my dad uh for concerts at a restaurant out there i don't even know if the restaurant's still open but it was called taboo they used to do concerts uh people at taboo if you're listening to this show do concerts again because that was amazing and i would totally show up and do podcasts from the concerts um, but Taboo did amazing concerts, and um, they, the people that we used to go out with would always suggest getting pizza. And, oh, man, is it closed? Permanently closed. Oh, man, closed. it is permanently closed. Wow. That is so sad. Uh, so Taboo closed, but I have good memories there because, as a kid at a bar, um, <laughs> but I have good memories there because they had these concerts, and, like, the first time I ever saw The Doors, this is an insane story, and you're not going to believe me, and it's fine. I don't care that anybody at home doesn't believe me. I don't care that you don't believe me. This was the most insane story of my life, and I loved that it happened. I was at Taboo for The Doors concert. And we're totally off pizza places. I'm sorry. But this old guy was sitting at the bar. And I'm talking to this old guy. And my dad and I are talking to this old guy. And I'm telling him about all the stuff I love about the Doors. And I, I love obsessing over musicians that I love. So, like, I love knowing stuff about their lives. And, like, I'm talking about Jim Morris. And I'm like, just that he took so many drugs. And he was still so productive and just that everyone would work around him when he wasn't productive and he could just make amazing music and not really try and I'd say all stuff like that and this old guy was like hey this is so cool that like you know so much about this band from like when I was young and I was like well I love that their music like they blow my mind and he's like and it's crazy to me that like Doors music is still blowing kids minds and he like tells my dad he's like it's so cool that you're like your kid loves the doors that's you and he's like that's amazing and we're talking this guy up and he's just having a beer at the bar and then all of a sudden he's like um i gotta get going and i was like you're not staying for the concert and he's like oh yeah but i I gotta see it from over there and i was like oh okay and he's like yeah so um why don't you go hang by the stage i'll see you in a little bit and i was like Okay, so he leaves, and we go out, and we're standing in front of the stage, uh, right behind the VIP section, and the old guy comes out of the bar and just walks onto the stage, and it turns out it was Ray Manzarek from The Doors, 
As yeah, this is like five years before he died, and he was wow. full on like, "That's Rayman Jack." And I was like, "That's amazing." And he sits down at the keyboard and he starts playing stuff, and he goes on this like talk. It like only like twenty seconds. It's not like I got like a whole concert, but he talks for like twenty seconds, and he's like, "I just talked to some kid that told me some stuff about the Doors that I forgot about my own life," <laughs> and he's like. It is amazing to me, it is badass, that my music is still blowing kids' minds. <laughs> and then he just played the show, and then like that's how it opened. And it was so freaking cool. Like That is one of the most cool. amazing moments of my life. Um, that's cool. But that is, that, is definitely why, uh, there are, that is definitely why those pizza places in Lockport will, will uh, have a special place in my heart, and why Sweet Sauce will, because that night afterwards first time i tasted sweet sauce pizza and i don't know maybe i associated with the doors but i uh tried it for the first time that night and it was like this is the most amazing thing ever and i don't think i'll ever order a pizza a different way that's cool yeah dude and that's 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 sweet sauce all the way so what's your number one pizza place we'll we'll end this segment that i've now dragged on forever lunchables Lunchables? You're freaking crazy. Your last two choices were <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese and Lunchables? This guy is skewed. You haven't had Chuck e, a, a Lunchables pizza until you've had it on a tiny cracker. It's, okay. Fair. It's um it's 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 a childhood classic. I you got it. And uh, even though we're adults, we can. It's still a classic. Absolutely, sure. You know, and you know, it, it, there's no rules that says I can't buy it at the store. <laughs> it's not for kids only. Why can't I order off the kids menu as a full grown adult? I don't know. Well, you like, know, okay, or, there, or, or can I? Oh, they'll just judge me for it. No, you're gonna catch some judgment, but you're allowed to. But you're right; it should not come with judgment, because. Sometimes you want chicken fingers, and sometimes you don't want ten, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes you don't even want five. Sometimes you want two, and that little third one that really makes it two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes you just want a PB and J at an Italian restaurant because that's what's on their. I menu. don't agree there. Why are you at an Italian restaurant ordering like Olive PB&J? Gordon? Okay, Olive, Olive Garden. Gordon. Olive, Olive Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> He's a Olive baseball Gordon. player. He's a baseball player. Yeah, that's- <laughs> He plays with the Red Sox. That's great. He wears number nineteen. No, Olive Garden. That's great. I'm I'm sure they have a PB and there are some restaurants who have PB and J's on their kids' menu and sometimes I want a PB and J really just because I want to order off the kids' menu. Bec- not because it's a smaller portion, simply because it's cheaper. Right. Okay, and, I can see that. And right. I'm frugal. I'm frugal. So I would like a small cup of mac and cheese and a little fruit cup, please. And I would like to pay $7 for it and I'd <laughs> like to be great. on my merry way. I love it. Do you know where I always want to buy kids' sizes and I always catch judgment at ice cream places? Why? Oh, because I, so with the IBS, I can't eat a lot of ice cream, but I uh-huh. can have ice cream. So I always get like a baby cone mm-hmm. and there's never a time that my six foot two tall galad hoppy footed behind doesn't walk into a ice cream place and go can i have a baby cone and they go eh, i guess <laughs> and it's like what just give me the baby cone like i don't want to get all tony soprano but that's like a moment where it's like did i ask for your opinion scoop the cone 
I I don't agree that you should you I I don't I don't think you should get any judgment for that. Well, I do, and it's annoying. Because I'm an, I I'm bad with dairy, and I could use I I could use a little baby because yeah. sometimes you just want a milkshake. Honest to God, I'm and about to order one from the burger den at Denny's right now. That's that's everyone what I'm doing right now. I'm doing nasty food, and like you you know you're gonna pay for that milkshake later. But like in the moment, you're like, I don't care. I'll take whatever punishment I get. I just want to enjoy this milkshake right now. Guys, the Burger Den has Beyond Burgers. I'm just doing an impromptu review on the DoorDash app that I'm using. So review on the Burger Den. uh, You can get a Build Me Up Beyond Burger, a Baja Beach Beyond Burger. That sounds amazing. Mm. Um, A Kids Beyond Burger. Oh, no, that's just a regular burger. Mm. Nope. So there's two options for Beyond Burgers. It just turned to a food segment, but uh, yeah, that's my number. Number one is Lunchables, Lunch- that's Lunchable amazing. Pizza. Which, which, what's your number one? My number top one. Five. Uh, number one closing top five: Papa Leo's in Wheatfield. I love Papa Leo's. I will always love Papa Leo's sweet sauce pizza. I will always love Papa Leo's wings. Um, there are two people that I'm going to call out very publicly right now, Cody Plotz and Mike Manth. Both of those dudes literally know how much I love Papa Leo's wings. Both of those dudes know no matter how sick I get, if you bring me some Papa Leo's wings, I'm going to eat them and make myself more sick <laughs> because I can't help it. They're so good. They're so good. Um, these wings are like, it's like they took every way to make a wing and combined it. Because it's like you got perfect crispness, but also reinforced crispness, almost like breading, but it's still just skin. The skin can almost come off the chicken when you bite it, but really it'll mostly take chicken with it. Like everything about it when when you're eating these chicken wings is like, if there was a gourmet level for chicken wings, which, you know, it's just a chicken wing, but there's gourmet level chicken wings, this is it. Papa Leo's in Weedfield. And honest to God, dude, when we do reviews, you're coming up my way and we're getting Papa Leo's. And there won't be a bathroom review because it's a it's a hole-in-the-wall restaurant that just exists on the corner. I like that. But uh, like we that. can definitely talk about the delivery and stuff. And like I said, it's so good. It's so good. Shout out to Papa Leo's. And that's our, that, that's our, 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 that rounds out our top five pizza list. Uh, if, if you have any quabble, qu- is it? Quibbles or qual? It's I think it's quibbles. Quibbles, quibbles, or quibbles or questions or qualms. Quabble, qual. I think it's qu. Is it quabbles or quibbles? I, mean, I think it's quibbles. Do we have any quibbles, qualms, or concerns, or just flat out disagreements with any of our top five? Be sure to let us know about it, and um, I won't. I I I, mean, I won't any. I won't accept any Chuck E. Cheese slander or Lunchable slander. So if you're gonna come in my DMs with some slander on Lunchables or Chuck E. Cheese pizza. You're not going to get blocked, but I'm going to give you a stern clap back, and it's going to embarrass you in front of all of your 12 followers. So come at me if you want. You're going to catch these hands, these Twitter hands. I was going to do a whole bit about Lunchables, but I'm going to leave that on the table for next week. All right, welcome back. Um, So we went to... The show this weekend. We oh went to Mr. God. Good Bar. Mr. Good Bar. Mr. Good Bar puts on a good show anytime. 
This time, I'm a little biased. I don't know everyone at home, if you've seen, if you've seen our promotional shots, you will see in episodes in the future that I definitely will be wearing the purple shirt. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows this, but with our group Adopted Brothers and our other association um, in comedy, we, uh, I, I tend to have the persona of the purple shirt guy. It doesn't really mean anything. It's just obnoxious, so I, I like wearing it. But um, it's a, I don't know, it's a character choice. And tonight, had to wear my Brookhaven shirt. Um, Brookhaven is the opener that we saw. It is also a, a band that I have a slight bias to because I've been friends with those guys since I was in high school, all of them. And uh, some of them since I was uh, like six. So, um, <laughs> like I said, Brookhaven uh, will always have a special place to me. That being said, uh, an honest opinion is coming at you from Dallas because this was his first time seeing them live. So tell yeah. the people what you're thinking. I enjoyed it a lot. It's a if you've never seen Brookhaven, it's 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 it's, it's a rock show. It's it's Absolutely. a rock and rock and roll kind of show, and I really liked. I liked a lot, all of their songs. I will say, there's I, I love a song with a melody, and you can get me with a guitar solo or like a, a guitar riff. Totally. And Chris, the guitarist in the band, he laid down some solos, some riffs, and I was just I was locked in on him the whole time. Uh, it was it was a really good show. There was a song that I heard. I wish I would have gotten the title of it, but. It was. They said it was going to be one of the new songs that are putting on their album. Absolutely. And there was like four minutes of them playing, and then it just like transitioned into this whole other different song. I was like, "That's cool, right there." I can't. I can't wait to hear this. Well, album. I'm gonna feel I like love a the real show. jerk if I'm projecting and I'm wrong, but I do believe that's their new track. Uh, is going to be called "Hello Darkness." Um, that's the one I, that had a very melodic opening. Yeah. And then just yeah. does a. Um, uh, What's it called? A breakdown. Uh, mm -hmm. And it does a breakdown. And my God, uh, that song is cool. And that, it does I loved do it. a 180. Uh, that song is crazy. I loved it. That that was uh, that was a really good show. I was I wouldn't say I was surprised because I know you you talk about them being a good a good band. And I, I just love music, but I was I was delighted to Heck hear yeah. to hear their songs, to hear that to see their show and to see them work the stage. I enjoyed it a lot and we we got the, we got a chance to talk to them. Thank 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 you to your access. You Amen. Know. Um, like I said, when you've been friends with someone for a long time, uh, you can bring up favors they don't even remember they owe you. <laughs> and so that uh, I uh, asked Cody if he would uh, come on for an interview. Uh, like I said, they're looking for exposure. We're a new show. We need some exposure. And I I just asked if he'd uh, sit with us and. When they were ready to go, I was honestly taken aback by how accommodating they were to being ready for an interview. And yeah. not even just them, but then we talked to Daggermind, who uh, plays later in that show, uh, and we get an exclusive with them, and they're super accommodating for an interview. And they yeah. had never even heard of our show before that, and they sat down, and honestly, we became friends with them immediately, too. So Really cool guys. Really I mean, cool just... Guys. We're building a, a good repertoire of friends out there. We're building a good uh, community of people that we're getting associated with. And my gosh, people, Brookhaven, go go see them in shows. Uh, Daggermind, good God, go see them in shows. I mean, they told us at this interview that this was their show one. That was their first one. And like, so Brookhaven's been playing for a, a solid year and a half out mm -hmm. in the public. Um, and they sound really awesome. Like, they should. Uh, they're great. 
they're, they're working on album number two professionally. Uh, they're dropping tracks that are just nuts. Like you said, they're doing breakdowns in the middle of songs that are 180-ing songs. So they're obviously great studio recorders. They're great live performers. But, I mean, just this dagger mind to hit me with, this was show one. Yeah. And I just can't, like I say in the interview probably three times, I can't wait to see show 1,000. Yeah. Because, my God, these guys were just, I mean, everything they played just had this raw feeling to it. And then every time the lead singer Andy would interact with the audience he was a real guy and then hilarious on top of it which mm. I'm always biased to a guy who performs like that because Cody from Brookhaven is absolutely hilarious Yeah, I mean he literally during one point in the show just told the crowd to move the F up because he said yeah. it was making him uncomfortable that everyone was so far away. You made uh, the drummer take his shirt off Oh, yes. Um, so I have a thing with Brookhaven uh, where I have asked the bassist Chandler, who never accommodates this request, uh, to take his shirt off. Uh, I think I got it to happen at one Mohawk Place uh, show a while ago. Mm -hmm. But Chandler will not take his shirt off ever, and it's, uh, it's infuriating. So <laughs> I asked finally Ryan to take his shirt off, and um, Ryan... At first, seemed uh, generally bothered by the request. <laughs> and then Cody bet and asked the crowd if, if they wanted it to happen. And a whole crowd of people shouted for Ryan to take his shirt off. So shout out Ryan Plotz. Um, obviously, good-looking guy who the crowd loves mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. uh, Ryan took his shirt off and the show like amped up 30 points in, yeah. in ampage. Ampage. That's right. That's... I'm just going to use that word now. Okay. Ampage. Uh, That's I the mean, word. It, it's it's not it's a word. I'm gonna jump down my throat. It's ampage. It's not. It's nope. I'm saying ampage. But it's That's, not a word. I'm. How, how would you spell it? A m p i h g. No. Ampage. If you, that's a different word that you just used. Nope. It's ampage. Okay. All right. Here's our interview with Brooke Havid and Daggermind. Ampage. Ampage. All right, guys. I am here live with Brookhaven. I am very excited. They played an awesome set. Might I just say, guys, that was insane. That was killer. Um, might I ask Chandler, who happens to be sitting to my right, where do you get the inspiration to throw down a walk and pound and baseline like you do? Ryan Plotz hard work, dedication, and practice that he puts in. <laughs> Ryan Plotz, you hear it, inspiration. All right, we got Cody holding a mic. Cody is the front man for Brookhaven. That's talk to me, me about that front man action, and talk to me about that Brookhaven. Um, you know, we play some tunes. Some people like them, some people not so much. Uh, I like to think our music's okay. I get real hot and sweaty in front of all those lights. And I um, get a little hot and sweaty watching you. It was yeah, awesome. and, I, and I don't blame you one second. Because it's there's a whole lot of hot and sweaty to be watched. And guys, you know I love to joke, but honest to God, I love these guys. These guys play a killer show, a crazy set that'll have your blood pumping, adrenaline going from second one to second 900. I mean, it is just amazing. Uh, I'd like to hear a little from Chris. We got the lead guitarist, Chris, here. I have never heard a guy who can shred a solo and then two seconds later... Hold me in the arms that is beautiful music and sultry sound 
that warms me to my core. Tell me about that. How do you come up with a guitar line like you do? Well, when I look out in the crowd and Dallas's eyes glimmer in the light, I feel like I can do anything. I don't blame you. I just dude. met the guy tonight for the first time. Dallas's eyes are quite inspiring. I find them quite no, inspiring. No, a lot of a, a lot of smoking weed and playing the guitar in your basement probably, and that's how you come up with stuff. I did win Buffalo's Most Beautiful Eyes when I was four years old. Did you really? I did. Did you know that I was actually one of the judges on the panel, and oh I've been waiting God. for this day what? to confront you? <laughs> this is like this is like the plot of uh, Finding Nemo. What no, this is like Game of Thrones, oh, right, with right, less right. yeah, <laughs> less murder. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen Finding Nemo, but I have not seen Joe Dirt. That is correct. But I, I imagine it's the same kind of movie, you know. Um, no. No, not the same kind of movie. Both main characters have a mullet. Both? That is true. It, it does have the same plot because there's fish and then Joe Dirt is in the dirt, which you can find dirt underwater. And they actually were in the dentist's office where there was dirt on the fish tank. So... Joe Dirt was a man and Nemo was a fish. Joe Dirt actually robbed the dentist's office that day. He was a clownfish. <laughs> he was a clownfish. But that doesn't he but he wasn't a funny fish. But he was played by a man. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Alright, I'm gonna choose to stop this fight right here. Dallas, you might not know this, but once Cody's gotten on a pedestal, he doesn't get off. Anyway. That's true. <laughs> I won't let it go. So I wanna hear from Ryan for a second. Um Everybody at home, Ryan took his shirt off in the in the show tonight. I did not think I was going to get somebody to take their shirt off. Ryan did take his shirt off. It was crazy. Ryan, tell me about that shirt off moment in the best words that you can describe it. Well, uh, my b****s were hot. So. And let me ask you a question. When you took off the top half yet not the bottom half at all, did that make your b cooler? It helped. It definitely helped a little bit. That's nuts. <laughs> All right. Well, Ryan, I do want to hear a little bit about your drumming, though. On a non-joking fashion, you lay down a pretty hard beat behind these guys, and you keep them driving pretty darn good. Um, never heard a guy who can nail the tempo. Never heard a guy who can nail their lines just like you do. Tell me a little bit about where your inspiration comes from. Where do you take it from? Uh, I would say, like, any 80s or 90s drummer, like Love rock it. drummers. Love it. You know, like grunge and rock and roll type stuff. All right, well, anybody in the band can definitely tell me this one. Uh, tell me how it started. What, what brought up Brookhaven? Brookhaven is, uh, is a subject. It could be whatever you want it to be. It could mean whatever you it. want it to mean. Love it. Uh, um, there's no one true definition of what Brookhaven stands for. We are just four soldiers trying to share our message, which is to have some fun with the life that you have. So, yes, Virginia, there is a Brookhaven. <laughs> that didn't answer the question. What Not was, one. What, hey. what was the question? How did Brookhaven start? Well, you see, uh, we got we got a couple of guys with a, a couple of instruments, and we played some tunes, and they all kind of sucked. So we started a new band, and then 
and now the songs are really badass, and we're having a lot of fun. Yeah, I like how there's no in-between. You guys were terrible one day and rocking Buffalo the next. Um, but seriously, guys at home, these guys rock Buffalo, and if you guys haven't been to a Brookhaven show, get to a Brookhaven show because it is nuts. Cody, can you tell me about some upcoming shows? About some what now? Upcoming shows. What, what do you got on the docket? Well, um, Ryan's probably got more than I got, but I know that we're playing uh, the Evening Star in Niagara Falls. That's April awesome. April 30th. Perfect. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be there. You There's going to be, be some crazy good bands, some serious talent to see on that stage, some beautiful lights, beautiful sounds. And uh, honestly, anyone listening to this, if you come out, you'll be lucky enough to see purple shirt guy in the flesh oh man got that mentioned so everybody at home knows i love my purple shirt and i heard uh, i heard i am i'm wearing the purple shirt i heard that the 10th person to buy a brookhaven t-shirt gets the purple gets shirt. a gets a free photo op with purple shirt guy that's awesome I'm in. and a shirtless chad um, shirtless chat. Um, against his will, I saw him. I saw him shake his head no, thinking that's where I was going with it. So I added it in just out of spite. Um, <laughs> that's the best. That's the best. So guys, uh, I do want to share with the people at home. I did get an inside scoop without giving anything away on a little bit of the recording process that Brookhaven uses. Uh, Chris, when you sit at a computer, things just happen, and my God, they're amazing. Tell me about your recording process. What do you do? What 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 brings out of you? So if you guys have uh, seen the the any of the Spider Mans recently, absolutely, I'm the guy in the chair. All right. So essentially, what happens is people with talent come in, <clears throat> and uh, they sit down next to me, and then I press a button, and then they do their thing. And then we move on to another section, and I press the button. That's so, so crazy. It's really nothing flashy on my part. And I'll it's tell you guys, so when this album comes music. out, it is going to be just straight banging all the way through. It is going to be nuts. Chandler, we heard it was your birthday recently. Would you like to speak to that? Uh, shout out my parents for uh, birthing me. Well, we'd like to play a game. Uh, I like to play a game called In or Out. Uh, this week we'll be calling it Jacome In, Jacome Out for my buddy Chad Jacoma. Zing! Uh, we are going to say some life scenarios, and you're going to tell me if you're in or out. All right, so you just played a show at a bar. We got ourselves a crazy bar fight going up front. The bar fight happens to be between a bunch of people who want your shirt. Do you take the shirt off to satiate them? Or do you leave the shirt on to let the melee happen? Uh, Choose chaos. Well, there's been a lot of speculation about whether or not I will be taking my shirt off at a show. And it's, I think it's just going to stay on. I think I'm just going to let them fight. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So let me ask. I like to ask every band member this. The photo ops that happen at the end of a show are pretty crazy. I see some lines forming for you guys after you guys play a show. Uh, let me ask you, though. If somebody wants to invite you home after the show, no necessary connotations, no innuendos, do you go with them or do you not trust that person? Not at all. Would not do that. As well, your friend from childhood, I, I'm very glad to hear that. Good to know we will happily safe take, out there. We'll happily take any pictures. We'll sign anything. We'll, uh, we won't let you touch our instruments or us. Love um, it. Love just it. out of, you know, cleanse, you know, being right? clean. Got to respect those band boundaries. Love uh, it. You know, at the end of the day, what you need to know about Brookhaven is, is this. Um, when you got a drummer who can lay it down like Ryan, 
and a bass player like Chad who can just keep that groove a grooving. Absolutely. And a guitarist who can just do absolutely anything my that God. his mind can and, create. And Chris, my God. Like Chris. And then just a goofball up front like me. <laughs> I love it. There is nothing better or more fun than those moments. We go up there, we have a great time, and, you know, the crowd has a great time. All right, this one I got to hear a weigh-in from the whole band. Uh, so I will put the Chad, or the Chad, I'll put the mic in Chad's face uh, one last time. Chad, last scenario, and then I'll hear from everybody else. Nope. Road rage. Everybody's interested in the road rage scenario. Let's say you got somebody, definitely not your fault. Everything they're doing is wrong, but they're trying to goad you into a road rage incident. Are you Jacome in or Jacome out? Uh, I'd like to think I'm pretty high most of the time, which mellows me out. So I don't, uh, I would say probably no on the road rage then. All right, so he's a Jacome out. Cody, are you Jacome in or Jacome out on the road rage? Oh, dude, people driving piss me off all the time and i know i'm part of the problem that's a jacome in that's <laughs> hence hence the self-loathing <laughs> hence the self-loathing hence, hence the musician life that's why i write these songs that are all sad as f but make you feel good i'm a brooding artist <laughs> ryan jacome in jacome out what road rage what are we feeling i'm out man no way <laughs> I disagree. I think I tried to pull a slingshot on you on the highway, and you were pretty upset about it. Um, Chris, Jacome in, Jacome out. What do you, what do you think, Zuccari? How about you answer for me? You well, know me. I've always thought that you were the living embodiment of Jesus Christ, so I'm going to say you're Jacome out because yeah, you straight out. up are not hitting If anybody. you're not getting it yet, we're a bunch of good guys, so come hang out with us on April Oh, well, 30th. New Testament. Not, come we're to not the Evening Star. Listen to God, us play Chris. music. We're talking like forgiving Chris, like everybody's my friend Chris. <laughs> All right, Brookhaven, right. thank you so much for joining us, guys. Uh, this was nuts. It was so good to see you, so good to talk to you, so good to hang out, and I look forward to more times in the future. Thank you so much for coming on. Today's episode is brought to you by potatoes. You boil them, you mash them, you wedge them, you salt them, you fry them, you scan them, you chop them, you cut them, you dice them, potatoes so welcome to the show this is what's that show about buffalo we got andy from dagger mouth with us we got some other members joining us and dagger mind see i did it already i said i was gonna do no, it and i no, did it dude you're good because like if there was any more than like two bands on this bill i would be doing the same thing Dang. oh man all right well seriously what we heard up there was pretty freaking nuts Tell me what inspires that writing style that you guys bring to the table. <laughs> so, I mean, we started, like, around the, like, beginning of the, like, pandemic shit, and we were just doing, like, a lot of, like, ambient and, like, heavy stuff, and, like, obviously, like, we're, like, doomy, and, you know, we, we were just inspired by just, like, the idea of, like, moving air, you know, just, like, Absolutely. My Bloody Valentine, like, Kevin Shields, that kind of Absolutely, that's that's and that's some nuts stuff there. But like what you guys are bringing to the table is it just feels so raw, and it does it have to do with Buffalo when you're writing, or does it because it feels when you're talking like you're talking about what's going on right here right now. Um, I would say like it's kind of funny because you can't really escape that sort of. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to sound like a like pessimist or whatever, but the uh, overall like negativity of uh things so like 
I uh, I don't know. Like in general, we just write about. I mean, like our uh, other guitarist Johnny, he's like a literary major. That's where he got the name from and everything. Oh, like it's so a cool. Macbeth reference. And that's so cool there, uh, man. Uh, well, let me ask you guys a question. So. You guys play a show, and I noticed that you guys bounce in between the limelight, which is real cool, because yeah. it's awesome to have a front man. Yeah. Obviously, we got a front man <laughs> right here. But you also bounce that limelight to every other member of the band, all at different points. Is there an organization to what point you do it, or what makes you do it when? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I think like we all just enjoy having like a little fun, so you know, it makes sense to just kind of split that up. Like, It's not like a conscious decision it's just sort of a like you know like oh well let's do this or let's do that it's it's really just happenstance you know and i'll tell you the the jam band mentality is one of my favorite mentalities just to hear that along with the heaviness that you guys are bringing and the, and the rawness that you bring with the lyrics is just yeah. it's really cool up there thank you and so seriously guys back home if you guys have not seen dagger mind out there get out there and see them because they got a nut sound they got an intense sound um we like to play games on the show yeah. uh, if you want to be a part of the game we would love to hear you guys' opinion on yeah. uh, an Hell in yeah. or out situation so this week we called it jacome in jacome out because chad jacome of brookhaven it was his birthday uh but we'd like to hear in or out for you so life scenario situations you got yourself a crazy fight happening yeah. You got yourself a fight over which person up front wants your attention most. Do you try to satiate them and give somebody more attention? Or do you just let them fight it out and go about your show? Oh, uh, I mean, like, in general, if there was, like, a fight that broke out, I'd probably try to, like, I mean, if I, if I noticed it, <laughs> I would, like, definitely try to break it up, you know? It's, like, I really try to take that, like, I don't know, like Cedric, you know, at the drive-in approach of like, hey, like everybody's here to have fun. Like nobody, like if you want to throw down or something, like, you know, go in the pit, but like nobody should be hurt at the cost of our music, you totally, know, like totally. that's not, that's not cool. All right. Well, uh, life situation number two, every band gets approached and I saw you guys get approached right after the show. Everybody's got to get their pictures in. I love to get my pictures in. Hell yeah. Tell me if somebody invites you out, for a smoke or something to hang out afterwards, do you go with them? Not necessarily any innuendos, connotations. Do you trust the person? Are you out? Oh, no. Like, I mean, I always try to, like, talk to everybody. Like, this is our first show, but it's, like, it's not my first band. And, like, you know, we always try to go and, like, make sure. Because, like, the other bands, like, do you mind if I plug, like, the other guys' bands real quick? No, my God, yeah. So, like, our guitarist is uh, from Be Not Breathing, and they're, like, a cool metal metalcore act. And then, like, Sundown, like, is the other band that's playing tonight. Absolutely. Um, he is uh, the uh, bassist, or he's our bassist. Oh, Johnny's here. What? Johnny just got here. Hey, Forgot welcome to What's That Show About Buffalo. I need to drink 12 more PBRs before I can get on. No, I love it. I love it. Well, we got you on the show. We'd love to hear one thing out of you. Where does your inspiration come from when you're playing up there? Because you bring some heavy stuff, and I'd love to hear about that. Um. I pull it from like a lot of places. Like I was a metalhead and a punk rocker growing up. Like split between the two. Like, but um, really just Black Sabbath. Like I love <laughs> like, it. I love it. That's amazing. Like Black Sabbath, Mastodon, Sleep. Kind of you know, like yeah. all the, all the like heavy, sludgy, like all that kind of good. Shit. 
it, you know? So cool. So cool. Love it. All right. Well, we have absolutely loved having you guys on the show. Uh, before we go, got two life situations to ask this guy because we definitely got the other guy as part of the game. Hit me. Uh, so we call this the in or out game. Are you in or are you out on that situation? Am I going to have to eat the hot wings? Oh, man. That would be crazy, and I hope that we get that famous one day to do stuff like that. Okay, well, but we are not at legal release time yet. You got? Um, you got yourself a crowd fighting up front for your attention. Do you satiate them and try to give somebody more attention? Or do you try to let them fight up front and not care? You go about your show. Um, so I look at my pedal board, shoegaze style, the entire I time. I That's love basically it. That's it. amazing. <laughs> I pretend I'm we playing. notice it. I pretend I'm playing naked in front of God. Yeah. So That's the best. Yeah. That is the best inspiration I've ever heard from yeah. playing. So that's that's that. All right, guys. Daggermind will be naked in front of God at their further shows. Tell Hope. me, what does your summers <laughs> usually look like, guys? How many gigs are you usually playing? Where do you think you'll be in the future? What this do we was our first gig, on? so uh, hire us to play at your shows. I love it, yeah, guys. Please, and please. seriously, if that was gig number one, I can't wait to hear gig number 10, gig number 100, because that was freaking awesome. You're invited. That's Everybody's I'll, invited. I'll be there. I love it. I love it. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, you thank got you for yourself, having us. Dagger Mind. Thank you, thank you. Uh, What's That Show About Buffalo? Find Daggermind out there. Find What's That Show About Buffalo. Anywhere you watch a podcast, you'll find us, and you'll find now Daggermind. Also, I named our band after Shakespeare uh, Macbeth. I told them. That's so cool. <laughs> I find that so awesome. Just the literary genius behind the uh, music. the inspiration, there's that, too. I have a master's in English. Yeah. That's so crazy. I love it. That's amazing. Thank you guys so much, and we hope you guys have a great night. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, thank you. All right, guys, what's that show about Buffalo? Check us out, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, anywhere you find yourself a podcast, you will find what's that show about Buffalo. Have a good night.